I got a stack for security. And I got five for the bitch, and I'm a fuck watch wearing my jewelry. And I got a couple hundred dollars for the nigga that parked my whip. And I got a lot more in my pocket. Somebody better stop it. That's just tips. Try to take it, let that rocket bang. Classy Azul will stock the plane. Got the strip club looking like the sock exchange. You better watch the tone before that two tone watch come and rock your homie. You are not the homie. Put a boulder on top of your molar and drive off. Now that's what I call a rock and roller. I am not for folding unless it's these bills. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back with uh, episode 56 of the Splash Cast, the ATL edition. I am your co host, Reggie. I'm your co-host Norwood, and I am ready to get into this pod because it is going to get aggressive, and I'm going to be extremely transparent today. Why is it going to be aggressive? We oh, this is the Atlanta edition. We haven't even gotten to. Okay, that's, whatever. That's where my that is where my aggression lies. We're calling people out today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, with the Atlanta edition, we uh we have the Braves. The Falcons and the Hawks, affectionately known as our oldest, middle, and youngest child. Uh, got a few things that we're going to talk about today. Uh, going to start out with the Braves. Let's start with the Braves. Start with the Braves. Start with the Braves. Man, where's Ronald Acuna? Ronald Acuna has missed his fourth straight game, but he has not been put on IR. If you remember, he came back from a uh, he came back from the torn ACL. Um, so now. He has missed four straight games with what they're calling as a groin injury. Groin injury. Now, he was just out with his metallic gold fleet of cars chilling. But, you know, that's rehab is rehab. Everybody rehabs a different way. Hey, Ronnie, whatever you want. You know we call them (laughs) Golden Acuna anyway. Do what you want to. Man, uh, so we are... We're not struggling as a team, but we definitely do need Ronald Acuna, especially with the departure of Freddie Freeman. Um, but when it comes to the Braves uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and pull up our standings. I think we are still in second place. Uh, we so are. In s- be- before we abandon the whole Ronald Acuna thing, I do want to say that I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I'm concerned is – Leg injuries, if not corrected properly, they show up in different places. Yes. What happens is your body tends to overcompensate for a weaker muscle. And in this case, being that it's an ACL and now it's a groin, that is mm-hmm. a big fear of mine. I'd rather we take our time with Ronald Acuna because he is our best player and our most valuable player than us move forward just so we can get him on the field and then him not be available when we re- truly when we really truly need him. So I want the Braves to really take a step back. We got, that's our future. Really? You want to take a step back? I, I mean, you got to, I guess. Yeah, no pun intended, but that's our golden goose. <laughs> we got to do everything in our power to make sure we take care of this dude. And he's a good baseball player, and he's a guy who plays really hard and wants to play every game. He probably won't take care of himself. So sometimes you have to protect your investment. Hey, Ronnie, sit this out. We got a whole, we got, we got a hundred and some games to play left. You, we, we got plenty of time to make it up. We're yeah, playing yeah. good enough right now as we are. 
No, I was no, uh, my bad. I think there's a little bit of a delay. But um uh yeah, so the thing about the Braves though is we need if you see, we are actually in third place in our division. Uh and then we 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 don't they don't do wild card standings yet. Um Oh yeah, they do. Wild card standings. So we're third in the division. And we are currently one, two, three, four, five, six in seventh place. Uh, what is that? Games back, games back. We're three and a half games back of the wild card. So of course, because we're in the first thirty-five games of the one hundred and sixty-two game season, uh, it's still a long way to go. But we were playing with fire last year, man. We can't, we can't fall behind and stay at five hundred the whole game. If you look at our last five. Uh, our last five. Oh man, <laughs> I just saw this. Our last five <laughs> is a. Uh, our last five is we're our last ten. We're five and five is what I was trying to say. Yes, I was actually gonna cover that while you while you getting getting me uh, straight over there. Yeah, go uh, ahead. We lost. Well, on last on the eighth, we beat the Brewers nine to two. We went uh, and played the Red Sox at home. We lost four to nine. We beat them the next day, five to three. Excuse me. Ooh, that pollen! First year for me. Yes, sir. It's First year for me. I, 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 I never ever want to deal with this again. Yeah, it's humbling. Uh, we we beat the Red Sox five to three. We lost to the Padres six to eleven, and then we beat the Padres on the fourteenth, six to five. We lost to the Padres yesterday, three, uh, three to seven, and then we are playing. I mean. Yes, we lost to the Padres yesterday, and right now we're playing the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, we're playing 500 baseball. Uh, we're getting to where we need to be. I hope we get there a little bit faster. But my thing is, this is a long season. Let, let's prepare ourselves for a successful run into the postseason. Let's fix all of these things now and get everybody healthy. I want to see Olsen get acclimated, and I would like to see the pitching staff to continue to kick ass like they're doing. Yeah, man. Speaking of getting healthy, our one of our surprising, I wouldn't say one of our positions that we lacked depth at straight out of the World Series. So we knew that we had to sign stars and all that, but there was a a, a position we had to address, and it was catcher. Uh, outside, out, beside Darno, the catching position was kind of a a letdown a little bit. So we went to sign Manny Pena. Uh, Manny Pena is a well-known, well-respected all-star who's at who's at the end of his career. But he's at this point, he's a good enough player to probably not start every game. But he's a good enough player to play well and challenge Darno or Darnod, really. I say Darno, but it's Darnod. Um, he actually had wrist surgery, and he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's it's tragic. Your your boy, uh, I can't think of his name. No, as as taken to the to the spot and done pretty well with it. So William uh, William uh, Contreras. Yep, that's it. Uh, so I, I feel like we'll be okay. I, I think that at some point we're gonna have to address that and probably go pick up another one or make a move. And I think we'll get there. I I, I trust them with making moves a lot more than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I want to slow play this thing. Don't let let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's let's not get behind ourselves, but let's definitely, you know, pace ourselves for a successful season. 
Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, you brought up something where you said we got to figure it out and get our position straight in terms of knowing what we're doing on the field, get our rotations and everything. One thing that was a hindrance before uh, is it Anthopolis? Anthopolis made all of those moves uh was the bullpen the bullpen was horrible then he made all those moves rebuilt the bullpen and it helped lead us and bring it in those clutch hitters helped lead us yeah. to the title man the braves bullpen this year we're adding kenley jensen and everybody else we're first first in strikes second we are first first and second in all of the major league uh categories for for bullpen pitchers and Honestly, that's the reason that we're actually only three and a half games out of the wild card. Yep. Pigeon staff have been carrying us quietly. Uh, I think they said that Max Free has the lowest velocity leaving the bat of any pitcher in the in the MLB, which is extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means you're not giving them home runs, and that also means that you're giving players enough time to make plays on the ball. You can't ask for anything more out of a pitcher. That's really bailing you out. Yeah, man. And I mean – like Ooh, Jensen, there we go. Got him. <laughs> Look at that. Motion, my take friend. a knee, son. When when somebody tell you take a knee. <laughs> oh, well, ain't nothing over there, my friend. Ain't nothing. Ain't over nothing there. over there. Shout out to Filet. Woo! You see the picture? Boy, you need a shovel the way you digging trying to get that. <laughs> go on, you again, same dude. You got to stop reaching, son. You looking like a bad yeah. point guard. We need. I love highlights. Oh my gosh! How were we potting before we had this poetry emotion, man? <laughs> looking at my beard, like man, I can only imagine what this thing is doing. Well, you see it now, we but you can see the ice. filthiness. And the thing I like about our pitchers is each one does something different. You see Will Smith, yeah. you see AJ Minter, who's more of the power thrower of the group. Kenley Jensen uh, is probably the most complete pitcher we have on the in the bullpen. And we are, we are, this is against the Red Sox. We are putting on a clinic when we can get to the bullpen. It's getting to the bullpen that has been our problem. But once we can start pitching to where we can get to the bullpen, and I'm talking about our closers and our uh, our, our middle relievers are, are we probably need some improvement. But if you can get us to about the eighth or ninth inning and we up, yeah, you about to be down. If, if we up, <laughs> you down. Know that, brother. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end. Shout out to Ludacris, uh, your twin out here. <laughs> As you can see, we have the chat, but um we have now come to the end of the Braves segment of episode fifty seven of the Splash Cast, the ATL edition. We are now gonna jump right into the Falcons. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Yep, yep, Norwood is discombobulated again, but we are back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I like doing this. is fun to me. Y'all know we are back. Hell anyway. We are back. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Monday Night Raw uh, with the Splashcast, where we are back here for the taping. We're actually taping the entire episode today. We normally only do one part, but... Uh, congrats to Marathon. the wedding. <laughs> congrats to the newlyweds uh, to the wedding that Norwood attended. 
Yes, uh, yesterday. This is Norwood Richardson. Congratulations to my friends. I'll make sure that I cut this and put this on the Instagram page so they can see that we have celebrated them once again. It was a beautiful wedding. Uh, it was in Austin. It was on Lake Travis. Uh, where where they actually got married at, like you can basically look all the way down because for people who don't know, Houston is flat, flat as hell. Nothing. <laughs> Texas is flat. But no, Austin is very not flat. Mountains and all types of shit, and they have Lake Travis, and you can like you can see all the way into the distance, but you can also see the whole lake. It was a it was a beautiful place. It was a beautiful sunset. Now, I will say that it did feel like we were on the sun during the ceremony. <laughs> just, because of, just because of, you know, if you're if you're any higher, you're going to be closer and closer. So uh, it was hot, but we had a great time. Uh, there's also a video that has surfaced of me hopping. Uh, I'll post that on my Instagram. So yeah, uh, boy, ACL sprain like Middleton. You know, I, got little, I got a little left in the tank, man. I got a little left in the tank. Oh, I'm, man. I'm the only Chris Paul that can still, you know, come out every day and compete. Uh, mm. <laughs> boy, that was a low blow. Man, I hate to have to do it. Got it. <laughs> I mean, woo. That you was hate tough. to see it. You hate to see it. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful time. Uh, and now let's get into something that I think has confused and now I think I'm excited to be a Falcons fan. I don't know what to be. So I'm glad you brought – oh, man. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know what to be as a Falcons fan right now because the talk that I'm hearing is fantastic, right? The talk that I'm hearing is fantastic. So well, let's, 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 let's start from the beginning. The Falcons schedule was released. The Falcons schedule is disheartening. <laughs> Treacherous. Oh man, where is it? Oh well, the Falcons schedule is released, and it is to say it is treacherous is a <laughs> is a understatement. It's an understatement. It it just is, but I'm okay with it. I'm gonna run y'all the list here just so y'all can see. Uh, we start out on September 11th against the Saints. Uh, then we play on September 18th, the Rams, September 25th at Seahawks, October 2nd, Browns, here you go. Uh, well, here you go, here October you go. 9th, keep going, keep at going. the Buccaneers, October 16th, we play the 49ers, <sighs> excuse me, bear with me, uh, yes, October 23rd, we're at the Bengals, October 30th, we are, we're playing the Panthers at home, uh, November 6th, Chargers at home, Thursday, uh, November 10th, we play Thursday, the Panthers at Carolina. November 20th, we play the Bears at home. On November 27th, we play the Commandos at Washington. <laughs> December 4th, we play the Steelers at home. We have, I think, what is the latest bye week in NFL history in week 14. November 17th or 18th, I don't know how that makes any sense. Uh, they will did we will play the Saints at New Orleans Christmas Eve we will play the Ravens and New Year's we will December seventeenth or eighteenth it says December eighteenth on my screen if you look at our screen I got the schedule up uh, uh, com has called audibles uh, which probably means something that they're gonna flex some of these games uh, I like the pre designated flex 
So yeah. that if 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 things well, don't, <laughs> y'all suck this year. So we might not have to have y'all on the television. <laughs> Bro, yeah, yeah. Don't Laker us and have to watch us play them. Sorry, if if we ain't got to get us on out of there, man. I, I I don't have an issue with that. I th- I hope the NBA starts to do the same thing. At the end of the day, as much as I'm a Falcons fan, I want to watch good football. Aren't the Falcons and playing overseas one of these games? Man, everybody play overseas. Yeah, I think we plan. They always send us overseas. We go overseas every damn no, year. No, uh, I think that we're actually in the clear this year. They are sending the the the, the Hawks, the, the Hawks, Hawks yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I hate those games. I never want my team to play overseas, and they always want to send us to England or somewhere to play. Um, oh no, we're actually in the clear. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yep, You're right. Perfect. So. The, what I wanted to talk about with our schedule, I don't want to do wins and losses yet. We don't have a 52-man roster. Hell, we're, we're still signing receivers today. Um, every, day we, every day we get a new receiver. I'm like, bro, everybody can't make the team. <laughs> so, but what I see, so you got the Saints. That is going to be a big game. Uh, Jameis is here. He's back. He's healthy. Michael, Col- Michael is it Costa? No, uh, Mike, Michael Thomas. Thomas Costa retired. Yeah, they, yeah, they <laughs> signed Juice this weekend, uh, and they so got they Honey got, Badger. Yep, and they got Tamus. Uh, let's not forget about Tamus. So do we. Uh, also, now we're tra- <laughs> I, mean, I, I ain't gonna stay here long with the Saints, but Drew Brees is clearly hinting at the fact that with Juice coming to the Saints and Honey Badger come to the Saints, he might be ready to come back to the. I'm NFL. okay with that. Come on back, Drew Brees. Go get that. Get that shoulder unstapled. That boy said the staple remover. My lord, yeah. in that man, Drew Brees is also—he's not the most lovable character in the world. So if we destroyed him, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Uh, but yes, the the schedule, as you heard, look at this first is, half. Look at the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look at the first seven games. New Orleans at home. Then we go on a West Coast trip. We're at Los Angeles and at Seattle, which Seattle's not going to be good, but you're also on the West Coast the for hype. two weeks. You're on the West yeah, Coast for two weeks because they're not going to – if they come back, they're only going to be back for like two days, and then they're yep. going to go right back out there. So nine times out of ten, they're just going to stay there. And they don't even so, get a bye week after that. Then they come home versus Cleveland. So you got to come home after a West Coast trip and play Cleveland. So I think that – I think somewhere between the Cleveland, Tampa, San Francisco. You know what? Nope. I'm going to say after Cincinnati. I think the schedule kind of lightens up. That's when I would expect to see Desmond Ritter. I was just thinking that. This is definitely set up for us to not allow Marcus Mariota (laughs) to. uh, Yes. The only saving grace mm -hmm. is that the bye week is so late. If the bye week was any earlier, Marcus Mariota, you could pinpoint your last game. <laughs> well, we also, so we get, we also, if you look at between weeks 10 and 11, you know, we play Sunday, then we play Thursday. Right? That's bogus. So we play Sunday, then we play Thursday, and then we get 10 days off before we play Chicago. So that's a bye within, they kind of, you get one bye, but that's a bye within itself. That but you have to play November two games 10. in four days to make to get the buy though. We you pay it you pay them before you get it, boy. And you play Damn, in Los Angeles, and yeah. you got to play Carolina on the second. 
on the second game in two weeks. That this first, even if Carolina isn't good, to play a team in football, basketball is a little different. Play a team in football two times in three weeks is difficult. I think I would I assume that Carolina game to be the last game for Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Which one? The one at home? No, uh, it would be this no, one here. No, 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 no. Yeah, the one at home. You don't start the rookie. Missed. You don't start the rookie on the road. You can't start the rookie on the road. That's setting him up. You'll set him up for failure. You'd have to start him here. Ballot. And both of these teams suck. So the sh- Chicago is bad. Chicago. Ju- <laughs> if Ritter doesn't work out, and Justin Fe- and um and Mariota don't work out, and the whatever reason the the quarterbacks aren't great next year. We already seen that our DB, our our assistant GM that came over from the Chicago Bears is signing Chicago Bears. Might take a flyer on uh, Justin Fields if they try to trade him. Although they would, they would be fired if they traded him. Now that I think about it, can't trade him. You cannot trade him. You can't trade if you trade him. You are con- you are conceding. That's a concession, and I blew it. And you definitely can't you can't concede that if you haven't even put any weapons around him. And if you've seen the the Bears depth chart, ain't no weapons around him. Ain't a gun in the house. You know what this schedule is? This is a schedule to build hype for 2023. We are going to be trash for the first nine weeks, ten weeks, and then the lat the back part, we're gonna we're gonna go on a run. We're gonna beat Chicago, Washington, probably Pittsburgh, probably New Orleans, probably give Baltimore a good game. We're gonna upset Arizona, or we're gonna beat Arizona, and then we're gonna upset Tampa Bay. We're gonna do something wild, crazy that's gonna build up all the hype for 2023. And Atlanta teams don't really do well with hype, so. Uh, we'll see. The other, the other part is that's going to sink us out of the chances with quarterbacks, which is not really. And I mean, well, which we, is we, where we the Justin know. Fields comment came from, for me. Because I want, I want Bryce, but I, th- I would be willing to trade up. Really? You know, he's so small. You don't care. Okay. Don't. Can can you play football or not, son? Well, you There's only one you. small person in Atlanta that I'm sick of. Nope. All right, man. In other news, in other news, uh, we we talked about the Falcons. They have signed Brian Edwards. Uh, Brian Edwards is he was a 2023 fifth round pick from Oakland for well. He played at South Carolina. He played at South Carolina. They traded they traded him for a 2023 fifth round pick and a seventh round pick for Oakland at the time or uh, Los Angeles. No, Oakland. And now. Oakland is in Las Vegas. Uh, he when he was at South Carolina, he was actually he was really hyped up. Um, he was a five star coming out of a four star coming out of college, high school. Uh, he's six four, six four two fifteen. Big guy. He can uh, high point the ball. Uh, he's faster than he looks. He runs about a four four five four five. So. Uh, one thing that the Falcons are doing, then we also signed Geronimo Allison, who runs a – I don't have the picture. They literally signed him while we were getting ready to go on the air. But Correct. Uh, he was there. He's known for his time in the Packers organization. Uh, with He he was there with Valdez, Scantling, and all of those when they became – and Devontae Adams when they became good and they went to the uh, uh, championship game, conference championship game every year. Uh I'm excited about this, man. The Falcons are looking to be physical, man. Look at the size of our receivers. 
We've got Drake London, who's 6'4", 219. You've got Kyle Pitts, who's 6'6", 245. You've got Auden Tate, who's 6'5", 228. You've got Brian Edwards, who's 6'3", 215. You've got Cordero Patterson, who's 6'2", 227. And Geronimo Allison is 6'1", 205. And then you got Olamide Zacchaeus, um, who is more like a slot receiver. You've got a couple other receivers that we sign as slot receivers. But I don't see them really getting any burn because who do you pick to guard any of these people? Arthur Smith made it, his intentions very clear. He was trying to knock your jaw loose. Uh, every <laughs> opportunity. I'm gonna lock your neck loose. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a little, if you're a small cornerback, expect a rough day. When they're blocking, they're gonna be physical and they're gonna try to destroy you. When you're covering, whether it be Mariota or Desmond Ritter, if you can just get it in the general vicinity, they're gonna catch the ball. Uh, I don't think that I've ever in my life said I think the Falcons are going to be a physical team. This is something that I I've, I didn't even think was possible or nor plausible. To see this, I'm excited about it. I, I think the same thing about the defense. They're going to be agile. They're going to be quick. And Play multiple positions. Want, yep. Yes. And they're going to want to meet you and destroy you. And that's just not been our team ever. So I'm excited about it. That's the reason I keep telling y'all that my excitement is higher for the Atlanta Falcons. I am realistic about my expectations, but I don't care whether we win or we lose because Tom Brady is going to do enough winning for everybody. At this point, I just want to see a team that wants to play football and go out every day and compete to the best of their ability. That's all I can ask from this team right now. So the thing about the Falcons, man, and I'm glad you brought it up. We we definitely pod a lot uh, because I was thinking about it. Everybody was talking about the tall receivers are, oh, we're going to go jump balls and all of this other stuff. And I was like, well, this is more of an insurance policy. Arthur Smith is known for running the ball. He's known for, yep. he had Derrick Henry. That's how he got, Derrick Henry got him this job. You can't block. We don't have, last year, our, our biggest receiver was our fourth string receiver. But Calvin Ridley, before he was, you know, gambling, was. Uh, With his career. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Ridley was uh he was our number one receiver. He was probably the bigger biggest receiver. And Kyle Pitts, while I think he will be better at blocking this year, is not a blocking tight end. But when you bring in six four, six six, six five, six three, six two, six one, all over if you look I, and the height is one thing. Everybody's over two hundred and fifteen pounds. Everybody's everybody is strong. That's blues right there. That's contact <laughs> that you are you don't have to be the best blocker. If you're bigger and stronger than the dude, let me just get in the way and put my hands on you and see what you do with. Because it's only like, like Marshawn said, run over him and over him and over him and over. I'm gonna tell you as a cornerback, if them receivers keep putting their hands on you and dropping you in the dirt, eventually you're like, you know what? Got and then they're gonna run play action pass. You gonna act like he blocked you. You gonna tense up and hit you with the ha ha ha. And I'm out of here, boy. And it don't matter how fast you are as a corner when you get double moved. You may be able to catch him, catch him to make the tackle, but you're probably not going to stop that pass if you bite on the double move. And if we can run the ball, you, we've, we've drafted – one thing that we've drafted is linemen and big receivers. That's one thing that, that they've done. So we're obviously – Clear it on it, out. Clear it yeah. on out. <laughs> Get on out and then, the way now. And the second point you brought up was the, the catch radius. So all 
five one two three four five of these four of these five players i, I don't say cordero because i've never seen him be like more of a he's never been an acrobatic ca- receiver yeah. he's more i'm just a better athletic human than you are yeah. but drake london which is something i noticed kyle pitts i mean he showed it off all last year he i've, I've watched kyle pitts for four years three years so i know what he does arden tate is somebody that a lot of people don't know about you know about him because he went to Florida State. And then Brian Edwards. All four of those guys can make difficult catches. All four of those guys pass catching radius. Like, there's – you throw it behind them. You can't – it's re- really difficult to overthrow them. And they just get out the way. So, they are there to help Mariota and Ritter. There's definitely – I think the thing that I'm most, cons- most excited about with the Falcons is that there's a definite plan. When you see stuff yeah. like this, there's a plan. Yes, and even more of that, the fact that they go pick up a receiver every day, there is going to be competition at the receiver position. Calvin Ridley, I don't know if you can see it, but the writing is on the wall. You ain't coming back, bro. They're going to try all of these guys uh, until they can find Can you imagine Calvin Ridley with these four, though? You ain't got to worry about it because he going <laughs> to they pick up, they pick up a, a receiver every day. And that's a guy who loves wide receivers more than anybody else. Every day I get more and more excited. I'm like, okay. Well, one of the, he he had that team overperform last year with a bad roster. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm excited at the fact that he's committed to a physical pass game, which I know sounds crazy. And he's going to have receivers until we find a guy. He's like, I'm going to just have a buffet of receivers. Only got to find two more guys. Already got Drake London. Already got Kyle Pitts. Who are my other two guys? I was just reading on the internet today. They say Alama uh, Dave Zacchaeus is supposed to be our, our standout, which I'd love to see him in the slot. And then He's just, a problem in the I slot now. He's a problem at Virginia else, in the slot. We're just really looking for a wide receiver two, which is really a wide receiver three. Because Kyle Pitts, for all intents and purposes, is our wide receiver one. You spend the draft capital on Drake London, so he's going to be your wide receiver too. Uh, Cordero Patterson will kind of play in between. Zacchaeus will be our speed demon, and they're just looking for one more guy on the other side who can beat either, yeah, who can beat the second-best corner. And then at that point, I tell you there are two guys who I'm excited to see is Cordero out of the backfield because he runs so aggressively, and that kid Tyler Algiers. Algier, Algier, Algier. They told me. I got called out by everybody. I got a D. I got a message from somebody from BYU. Al Geyer is his name. Okay. So uh, whatever got, it is, all we hear y'all. Him run. Yeah, I, I like him. He runs aggressively. He's fast, and he ain't playing. He ain't playing. He ain't playing. I don't, I don't like that tiptoeing running back. I don't like that nah, indecisive. Hey. I'm gonna get here and you meet me there. And when we get there, we'll see how we'll figure it out. We'll see. We'll figure. We'll figure it out from there. I'm gonna be on this side of the line. You gonna be on this side of the line, and you know where we going. Five and two twenty. We, we got Kadri Allison though. We got Kyle Kadri Allison though. Remember, he came on at the end of the year, the back out of Pittsburgh that we drafted. That's like six one two thirty five. He's two thirty two. All right. So I mean. Funny enough, these running backs ain't small. <laughs> <laughs> so, 5'11", 225, Damian Williams. Uh, he's 225? 5'11", 220. Yeah, 5'11", 220, Tyler Algaier. 
and then we have Kadri Allison. Why would y'all let boy six one two thirty two? Boy, hey, thoughts and prayers to y'all already. You know, this reminds me of the football version of the Toronto Raptors. We we got a type. We got a type, and we about to run at y'all with everybody that's too. Can you imagine being a hundred and ninety? One of the defensive backs that I mock drafted. And we are spiraling, but I don't care. It's the last segment of the Hawks. One of the defensive yep. drafts that I drafted in the mock draft that he actually ended up going like 30 picks higher was uh, Cordell Flott. Flott out of mm-hmm. LSU. Really good corner. Played really well. The knock on him was that he was 175 pounds. But they were like, he plays so well. Like, and he does. He plays the, the slot and the outside corner. Even if he gained 20 pounds, before the season starts, let's say he gains twenty five pounds, he gets to two hundred pounds. He gains, he gets to two hundred pounds. He, can you imagine guarding? You go from one side six four two nineteen, dude runs in motion. Dang, here come Kyle Pitts six six two forty five. Oh man, he, he actually going. He's in motion because you know they do motion a lot. Arden Tate is six five. Ah, uh, I'm gonna take the small guy Brian Edwards. And then you run zone, and all of them go to the right, and then Cordell Patterson or Kadri Allison or Allgaier come out the backfield looking at you. What you gonna do? Like that's that's disheartening after one quarter. Two twenty five smoking boots, <laughs> boy. It's gonna be a long day. I, where do we get? I just never had a, a a physical Falcons team, so my mind is blown. I don't even know what to do with this. I like it though. We have, and, and like you said, we have a plan. We've mostly not really had a plan. We've just kind of tried to get the best players we get and and kind of make it work. Nope. We got a tight. This is what we're going to do. And we are going to be the Atlanta Titans. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that uh, if you miss that, let oh. me tell you, it's really clear. We are the out. Atlanta Sorry. football Titans. I figured out how to lock that shit in place. Oh man, that's so fantastic! But anyway, yeah, man, we come to the hey, we learning, bro. Hey, we hey y'all here. This is this is why you watch us. This is why you follow us. This is why you listen to us. Is because you guys are on the journey with us. If you remember our first episode, we was out here. That was really our fourth episode. Cussing at the wrong time. I was mad because things weren't going my way. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey, man. But this is fun. So. Go ahead. Audio only to we are live streaming right now. A room full of people watching the pod. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, we actually do have a room full of people. Yeah. Shout out to all 17 of y'all. Elloway's online. Shout out to Eway. We see you. Uh, unless it's a bot, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, with that being said, guys, we come to the end of the Falcon segment of the Atlanta edition of episode 57 of the Splash Cast. We are now going to jump into our Hawks uh our hawks segment we call it our hawks talk where we don't have a lot to talk about we're going to do a little bit of speculating uh learn that the hawks are going to be overseas and uh the dream got their first win so y'all stay tuned y'all stay tuned y'all stay tuned that boy said y'all slew thank you Elway. Yep, y'all see it. <laughs> y'all see it. So we've got a lot going on here. Uh, ooh, I hit myself. Um, 
bear with us, man. We just figured out how to lock everything together as Norwood is peeking, peeking, peeking. But anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to As I Fix Everything. We are with our Falcon segment. I mean, I'm sorry, our Hawk segment of episode 57 of the Splash Cast. Uh, we got a few things we're going to talk about today. The Hawks are actually going to Abu Dhabi, man. The Hawks are care. going to Abu <laughs> Why don't you care? So the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks will play two preseason games uh, at an arena on an island in Abu Dhabi, October 6th and October 8th, 2022. It'll be the league's first games in the UAE. And I'm not going to lie. I would never really want to be the first game in the in anywhere. Uh, I feel like there's a lot could go wrong here. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. That's not fair to say. This is interesting, man. I actually wouldn't mind going. Hey, Hawks, send us some media passes. I know y'all don't. A lot of people don't want to go over there. I lied. That's Dubai. Everybody want to go over there. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Literally, everybody does. <laughs> uh, for me, I, it's a preseason game. I don't know why we're going to Abu Dhabi. Man, we need to be focused on winning damn game instead of going to remote locations and show people basketball. This ain't basketball without borders. We got a season to win. I forgot that this is a preseason game. One and two. What this makes this is in a preseason game, the NBA is not going to send, not going to send their stars. Like everybody's got to go. You know, in preseason games, people sit out. Oh, I'm going to sit them out. Yeah, I'm not going to play them. There is an expectation. You have to play at least a little bit of this game. These people came, you know, these people want to see the stars. It was a whole purpose. I so this is more like an exhibition. Johnson. Yep. I hope you get a lot of Jalen Johnson and Onyeka Kong, if you ask me. Uh, but and I assume it's probably Ooh. the only time those guys are going to play. <laughs> nah, they're going to have to play because this takes us into our next uh, topic. We don't have a lot to talk about, but there there has been some speculation that they're going to go get, not only are they going to go try to upside, upgrade the center position, which I'm for, but they're talking about going to get another star, star to go along with Trey Young, to pair along with Trey Young. How do you feel if we were to get Rudy Gobert? How do you feel? Oh, you about to go off because of Luca? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm rolling with you so far. You know, eventually I'm gonna get this, this train off the tracks. But right now, I'm rocking <laughs> with you. Who, who, who do we? How do you feel about? Uh, is Clint Capella for Rudy Gobert? Is that an upgrade worth going to get? I want to see what the contracts, how close they are. But I guess we're already, you know, probably over the cap. I think that. Rudy, I mean, in order to get Rudy, you'd have to give up players. So I, they can make the money. I'm not worried about them making Gallo. the money work. I would, I would rather trade Gallo and let Utah get their cap space back so that they can try to get somebody. Uh, but also, Kevin Herter, you can go, bro. I've made peace with you leaving a long time ago. Uh, I don't really want to give up anybody else. You're gonna have we'll to get into. You have to give up Capella and a bigger contract in order to absorb Rudy Gobert's contract, which is. No, he can't be more than I mean, you gotta think Capella's getting paid like twenty something and Kevin Herter's getting paid eighteen something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Thirty eight. So the or thing Gallo, about Rudy for like twenty. The thing about Rudy that I don't let I'm not really a fan of and why I, I know defensively he would be a great addition and a great upgrade to Clint Capella. One because Rudy Which don't miss crazy. Rudy don't miss no games. That's the thing about Rudy. Rudy plays yep. Almost every game, unless it's a coach's decision, he don't, mm-hmm. you know, knock on 
knock on wood, you know, I don't want him to get hurt next year. But um, he don't miss no games. And, of course, he's a force defensively. So, on the defensive end and the durability issue, Rudy would be there. Offensively, it does nothing for us. It does nothing. What does it do? He has no – what offensive game does Rudy have that Clint Capella doesn't have? That's a fantastic question. Clint Capella, we know. He misses bunnies around the rim, doesn't he? Rudy don't even take shots around. Well, I guess he, Donovan See, Mitchell never gave him shots around. You let's clarify that. If if and I've done a lot of research because I want to. Number one, I think this is is actually viable and reasonable. Mm-hmm. He shot seventy percent from the field last year. He dunked. I mean, I, I don't care. I don't care. You can, does it count for two points or no? If it counts for two he points, doesn't I don't, let, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't let the ball up, man. Okay, what, so he what, shot seventy percent. Clint, Clint, Clint Capella's shot package is the same thing. Uh, Everywhere, like offensively, it, it, it may be a little bit more expanded than Rudy. But how much? You what you seen Clint shoot? shoot I've, I, I have never seen Rudy take a jump hook that is accurate. Ever. I mean, no. You want to know why? Because his face is at the damn rim. Give me the guy who has the second best shooting percentage in NBA history, only behind DeAndre Jordan, instead of Clint Capella, who we is notorious for missing bunnies. Yeah, he is. So yeah, so that fixes our our bunny situation around the rim. He's healthier. He's he's taller. He's larger, and he can deal with the really big bigs better. Man, yeah, Embiid yeah. ain't smoking him. So the thing about offensively, though, and yeah, he would be a force over here in the East too. The thing offensively, though, it leaves John Collins because I'm assuming that we're keeping John Collins in if this trade were to go down. John Collins almost becomes only a jump shooter because there's no Rudy's not going to move out of the paint. Right. Like the, it, to me, it stunts the I don't know about stunt defensively. It makes John Collins a beast. Offensively, it may stunt his growth a little bit. Uh, if if I think there's a way where you stagger them and you really? get 48 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You probably I mean, I also think that we're probably going to have to move on from Oyeka Kongu at some point. I would like to trade him when his value is high. Because he his lack his his lack of ability to shoot kind of handicaps him at six eight, and that's the thing though. Because I brought this up last time, his he is six eight. He's a six foot eight center, which in in alien basketball player height is not high, is not tall. He does play really good defense. He's really strong. He reminds me of a bigger PJ Tucker on the defensive end. See, but and the thing is, he was raining threes in practice. Like he does, and and he said he's working on this jump shot. He said, "Next time y'all see me, I'll have a jump shot." Well, if you have a jump shot, then you can play power forward. If you can play power forward, you just re- you just revalued yourself. But when and that's that's what John uh, Collins does. I don't, John I don't Collins know if he could play power forward on the defensive end though. He's not quick enough. What? He's 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 strong enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you can guard Giannis, you can guard the rest of them guys. He uh, did a good. He did a damn good job against Giannis. So for me, 
if he can shoot, yes, I can put him and Rudy on the floor. That's the reason. You're right. You kind of do take some of John Collins out of it with Rudy camped in the paint, but John Collins still can be on the floor because he's a competent shooter. He can shoot the mid-range. You can put him in the dunker spot on a, on a pick and roll. There are just spots that you can put him on the floor because he can shoot. If Onyeka Kongwu can get the jump shot to somewhere near John Collins, then yeah, we'll find a way to put you on the floor. If not, nah. we got to trade you. You're probably going to trade him anyway if he gets a jump shot because his contract is up before Jalen Johnson. And Jalen Johnson already has a better jump shot and he's a little taller and more athletic. So and faster, and he's, he's a better rebounder. That's the and a better ball rebounder. handler, but he's not a good defender. Yeah, but they're they're but they're forcing him to play. And if you have Rudy Gobert, he don't have to be the best defender in the world. I mean, that's the thing with Rudy. Like, Rudy, Rudy fixes so many problems. You see what how well Clint, a healthy Clint Capella, fixes a lot of shit. Imagine Clint Capello on steroids is what Rudy Gobert basically is. He fixes everything. It's crazy that Rudy Gobert is called soft because he cried for not making the All-NBA team, but he literally is probably the most durable player in the league. It's <laughs> also because of. he's French and he plays for you, like plays in Utah. It's, it's, it's very easy to dislike all of that. I'm actually for this as long as they don't ask for anything stupid, which apparently from what I heard, it's either going to be Hunter. It's, it's somebody – Capella. More than likely is going to be Capella in either Hunter or Bogey. They're not they're not going to take Hunter. I would I would I got to I want to get rid of Hunter. I'm I sorry. Didn't. I want to get but rid of Hunter. But it probably won't happen. They know you want to get rid of Hunter. But I wait. I'd wait. It, it's kind of the same situation with Baker. I know one of you guys got to get, you got to get rid of one of these guys. It's either going to be Donovan Mitchell or it's going to be Rudy Gobert. I'll wait and let you, and let it Burn down first if I have to. I honestly don't care. Really? Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, our team is good enough where we don't have to make we don't have to make that move. We don't have to make a move out of desperation. And give up one of our best players just to get Rudy Gobert. I'm not giving you Clint Capella and John Collins. Hell no. I, I draw the line somewhere. No, it would I, be like I, it would be Clint Capella and like Jalen Johnson. Clint Capella, Jalen Johnson, and a player, and probably. In a, a pick. pick or two, or Clint Capella, Jalen Johnson, and Herder, you they're gonna want three players because they're missing a three, they're missing a three, they're missing, they're they'll be losing a center, and they don't really have a power forward. Who's their power forward? Yeah, and yeah, you're gonna have to get something, especially if you're gonna leave. I mean, because you got to have something to fix that defense because Donovan Mitchell ain't playing no defense. The Donovan Mitchell's going to New York. Like I, I think. Oh, you can't trade both of them. Then. You. You can't trade Donovan. You can't yes, you can. Yes, you can. If both, if 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 Donovan Donovan Mitchell's gonna leave regardless. I mean, he's he's not. Is he under? Did he sign an extension? He's under contract. And if he did, I think his his contract is just about over with. He's probably got like two years left. Um, but I I don't I I see a very strong scenario where they don't. Both of them are gone. No, I don't. Not that I don't see. No, he has uh, 22, 2022, 23. He has, oh, man, he, he, he his contract not up till tw- he's not an unrestricted free agent until 2026. 
30 million, 32 million, 34 million, 37 million. And I'm not paying Donovan Mitchell. I'm not paying 37 million for Donovan Mitchell. No. Not a six million. Every team in the NBA has a Donovan Mitchell. Everybody does. No way I'm paying for that when I get another one. Well, seven footers everywhere, though. Let me tell you. Not seven foot (laughs) defensive player of the years who have the second best shooting percentage in NBA history. Nope. That pick and roll would be crazy. John Collins would just become P.J. Tucker, a more athletic P.J. Tucker. Defend the three, four, five, and shoot the corner three. That would be crazy. And and then when you want to speed it up, you take you take uh, Rudy off the floor, move John Collins to the five. Yeah, I would want to see Jalen Johnson at the four, Hunter at the three, Bogey at the two, Trey at the one, and let's let's score some points. Let's see if this thing can run. And who's at the five? John Collins, you said? John Collins, Jalen. Oh. I mean, this now we here. It is what it is. We at the end of the, the Atlanta edition. So we about to spiral a little bit. This roster, while it seems that everybody is like, oh, we need to blow it up. We don't. I feel like they, Schlink kind of positioned himself to make moves this year. When you think about it. You have all these players under manageable contracts. The salary cap goes up. You knew you were going to have disgruntled players. And you have all the pieces to make a trade. Plus, you have a shit ton of draft capital. Remember, we have the Knicks pick. Like, we have a lot of draft capital. So we did a good job of paying people enough money, but not paying them too much money. That's what I'm saying, manageable contracts. You, you know, you're not overpaying for really like you're not. I don't think you're overpaying for Kevin Herter. You're not overpaying for bogey. You know, Collins is a damn good contract. I mean, the only Gallo is expiring. Was, you're going to have yeah, to resign the line. The only person whose contract I think is questionable and y'all can be mad or not. I don't really care. It's Trey. Trey is the only person. Uh, Trey got that. Collins. He got a Matt Ryan extension. You You, you had to. You weren't. Uh, yeah. You had to. There was nobody. Anybody that was eligible for that money was not coming to Atlanta. You weren't going to be able to get anybody for, in Atlanta unless you were to pair Trey Young and somebody. For example, when they were talking about Boston trying to either go get Tatum or Brown, I think Brown was the main one. They said we either want yeah. Trey or John Collins. Well, fuck you. Like that's that's just not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> like so. Like, I mean, and they did it, and they released this press statement and everything because they knew that that out of all the players and pieces we have, those two are the ones that are untouchable. Well, should yeah. be untouchable. Um, Before we get out of here, before we get out of here, man, we always talk about uh, boys and girls, basketball, cowboys, cowgirls, black baseball, everything. Um, we wanted to highlight the beginning of a new era in – oh, man, it went away. The beginning of a new era in Atlanta Dream basketball. The Atlanta Dream uh, hired a new coach this year. Um, they call it the Tanisha era. The Tanisha era, pardon y'all. Y'all know I'm going to have to fix Ludacris screen, fix Norwood screen when we go here. But Atlanta got their first uh, got their first W in the first game for Tanisha, our new coach of the Atlanta Dream. We beat the Dallas uh, I don't actually know the Dallas. Uh, is it Stars? I think it's Stars. Uh, we beat the, huh? That's that's definitely the hockey team. Oh well, we beat <laughs> Dallas to get our first win. Um, 
We beat them 66 to 59, uh, which for any coach, for any player, for anybody that's starting a new new role, the Dallas Wings, ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Wings, uh, for any person starting a new position, getting that first win, getting that first W out of the way is always, man, that pressure, that pressure, that pressure, and to get it in your first game on the road. And what was a thrilling game, actually? Uh uh, so shout out to the Atlanta Dream, and as you can see, they are three and one. Um, the only Correct. team they lost to, of course, is the Las Vegas Aces, who are like the Las Vegas All Star team at this point. Um, but they're doing pretty well, man. Doing pretty well. I'm excited about this because I don't know how much y'all know about last year, but Atlanta had trouble. It was a trouble team. They gotten into some fights. Yeah. The team had just kind of lost control. Uh, to see us, you know, the draft pick playing well, um, looking like a rebrand, looking like things are kind of coming back together. I'm excited about it. And I wish these ladies all the, you know, we support all of the Atlanta teams, Falcons, Braves, uh, Hawks, Dream, Atlanta United. We want, I mean, we're this. Just that's our that's our neighborhood. We want to make sure that our teams do well, and, it, and it's great when they do. So, Dang, Tanisha Wright is five eleven. So her name is Tanisha Wright, who is our head coach. Um, uh, she's former player, first round pick, twelfth pick in the WNBA, known all over the WNBA. So shout out to Tanisha Wright for getting her first win. And as you said, man, it was swept under the rug, kind of nicely. But yeah, the the Atlanta Dream were kind of thugging it out here last year. Like they was out here, like Mick gotten in trouble with the uh, with the food truck fight and all of that, and the pre-Jordan Bulls is what it remind me of. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Boy, said they I was out there, they was out there wild and crazy. Well, you know, so was it. But now that we've we've we've, it seems like Tanisha Wright has come in and settled settled things. Um, and and I am excited about the dream. We would love to go to a dream game. Um, now that. Now that they're back, we're definitely going to go. Uh, Splashcast will be in the building to cover a dream game, just like we say we're going to be in the building for a Hawks game, and we're going to be in the building for College Park Skyhawks game. We've been in the yeah. two of the three. We still have to go to uh, the dream. So, But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the ATL edition of the Splashcast. Uh, we've talked about the Braves, the Falcons, the Hawks, our oldest to youngest, as we call them. Affectionately known, man. Uh, and the ladies squad. Let's not forget the ladies. Once and again, the ladies, man. Ladies we get definitely got to say Hawks Dream is what we're going to yeah. talk about. Hawks Dream. That's the name of the song. Hawks Talk Dream Jabber. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, <laughs> And, and I, I, you know, one of the things, because I, I try to get as much feedback, I want, you know, I want people to make sure they understand that we cover a ton of women's basketball. If there are sports in Atlanta, I don't give a shit give a shit what it is we want to talk about it and uh you know these ladies deserve all the respect and accolades and you know notoriety that the boys do yep they definitely do definitely do definitely do well norwood if we didn't miss anything let's uh uh take us out oh once again once again once again and this will be a a brief hiatus um, as you see, me and Reggie are doing a little sniffling and sneezing, so we're going to go take some allergy medicine and bounce right back. <laughs> I uh, never had allergies fun. before this year, man. Ah, wow. Welcome to life. This is uh, but life. with that said, with that said, with that said, number one, 
uh, more, more, more black baseball. Number two, more black cowboys and cowgirls. Uh, Reggie, I feel like I'm forgetting something. What am I forgetting? Number one, more black baseball. Number two, more black cowboys and cowgirls. Uh, no, where can where can they find us at, man? Where can they find us? I was at? getting there. I had to think about oh, it. Oh, I had, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> where can you find us, man? Where you can you find us? Where can you find us? Y'all know where to find us on Instagram. We are at the Splash Cast on YouTube. We're at the Splash Cast on Twitter. Where go read the Luca inspired rant, uh, from one of the co-hosts. We won't say who. Uh, oh, on. I put my name on it. I put my name on it. <laughs> I ain't want I ain't want people to be like, "Hey, why y'all let Reggie go crazy on the Instagram like that?" I, I people on Instagram, well, people on uh, excuse me, with, on Twitter told me that I need to find a new team because I'm I'm not happy with the production Trey Young, and I said, just because I doesn't don't like one player doesn't mean I have to pick a new team. Uh, but that that was me. That was me. That was all me. <laughs> Man, so uh, again at Twitter at underscore the Splash Cast. Uh, we are on Twitch at the Splash Cast. We are on what I say Facebook. We have a Facebook fan page where everything is. Hey man, we put a lot of time into this to make sure all the stuff posts together. Go join and, and like our Facebook fan page as well. Uh, follow us. The Splash Cast Twelve Pack is uh, on Spotify. Follow us at the Splash Cast with reggie and norwood for the podcast and the splash cast profile as well where you get all the fire music also brand partnerships brand deals we wear only uh small business uh shirts man one nation under a groove uh the splash cast uh shirt made for us make sure if you guys want to reach out to us for any type of brand promotion or anything please let us know you can find us at diveteamedia at gmail.com as well man that's a mouthful but i think i got it i got it all done absolutely and always remember uh <clears throat> first thing that we ask you to do is the historically black college university that you graduated from send some money over there uh the historically black college university uh that exists in the city that you live in invest send some money over there we also ask you to do what go over there they got a game go they have an event Go tell your friends, tell a friend, y'all all go because we do what over here? We support historically black colleges and universities. HBCUs. And once, and once you've done that, then we ask you to take all of the money that you have, uh, put it in a bucket, take it over to the Hampton University and just drop it off. We'll figure out a place to put it probably in the endowment uh, because we want to make sure that we have money to invest in other people's education from now until the future of ever and in perpetuity. Uh, so please send some money to Hampton University. Uh, tell them it's on behalf of the Splashcast. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. And with that said, Reg, we've covered that. And once again, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all because I'm that dude. We're running back a 24-pack. If you ever had 12-pack of beer, you know the only thing better than 12-pack well, 12 of beer is a 24-pack. So we are running back 24 hot-ass songs um, this week. Yeah. I look forward I to it. Uh, what the hell you okay? I got mines. They want to stop mines. Hey, I'm from here when they kill you with the stop sign. Uh, I ain't lying. 
ain't never panic in the shootout. shootout. We gon' find out where you been, make a move out. I'm tryna park 10 here, cash at my new house. I know my perk third is in the trap, this a blue house. Hey, can't never go outside, 60 in his mag. I shot the pin to it, blew out. Send it 76 twos out the sunroof. We hit it block in the new outing. Always smoking his arms, got it too cloudy. Get a wet, take a flight for they new bout it. My little love me, they gon' shoot by me. They might pull down, shoot you out of Bugatti. I'm living there day like I'm my daughter Ma. It's one grand, but it one day far. Take a rappers out that double loss. It's two million nerds in these stolen cars. 10,000 on gun, who running? Say we doing too much, do something. Finger in the drain till it do. And then I move the car till I'm through dumping. Try me like a you gon' die today. This a Glock 19 with a third around clip and an automatic switch on it. By the way, said trippin' on the vine, gotta have a tray. I be told that hey, all my Drake, it be trippin' like, damn, you forgot that you got a K. I ain't forgot, I'm just slide with the 308. Ain't no beef for weeks, it's a DOA. If you thinkin' it's sweet, better go think again, cause I'm playin' it cool and you gettin' baked. And we playin' for key, put it in the safe. I ain't no playin' with me, cause we press play. New Rolex I took from the jeweler. This new Cuban link for my shooter. Test that for a body, he do ya. No, I mean, he not got no noodles. New Rolex.